Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I'm your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, I think <laughs> it's been a crazy week for everybody, but we should have Fear of the Walking Dead, Silo, and the Return of Manifest, and anything else we can think of. So, the ladies should be here shortly. Um, so, since last we talked, I have finished Fubar, which was hilarious. It was great. I had a, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I hope this is a season two because uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a one-and-done type thing, but given the finale, it, it needs a season two. It was, it was really a lot of fun. It's been going on. What else have I been watching? You don't have a whole lot, actually, outside of podcast shows. Watch a couple of random movies here and there. Watch a movie with Ruby Rose and uh, Morgan Freeman. Our Netflix called Vanquish. It was decent. Um, on Prime, I watched a movie called Somebody I Used to Know with Allison Brie that was really good. Uh watch another one with Allison Brie and a, c- a couple other... Never mind. I have a co-host so I can stop babbling. Hello. 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 How are you? Still feeling like shit, but I'm alive. <laughs> I um, If I mute myself or pause in the middle of talking, it's because I'm still making a lot of gross hacking noises with my throat that we probably, probably don't want on the podcast. <laughs> Just a warning ahead of time. You can hear it good, in my voice. I good to know. Sorry. Yeah. COVID is not fun. <laughs> I God, I did not know you felt so miserable. I feel bad for anybody else who has it because it still is kind of kind of sticking there and doesn't want to go away. But, uh, but at least I have a voice mostly now because <laughs> I didn't have one before. So, so just wait have, on Karen, which is yeah, unusual. We, we have oh, there she is. Here. She heard a fucking shit. Good evening, Hi. Karen. Good evening. Hi, How Karen. are you guys? I told him I said I heard shit, but I'm alive. We're all back together again. Yay. Yeah. How you feeling, Jamie? Karen, how? I said I, I still feel crappy. I think you had it a lot lighter than I did. I I'm did. still... I still have half my voice gone, but at least you can understand me now. Thank yep, you. Yeah, you sound pretty good. You sound pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. So. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll jump right into fear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have to say. If you so hate it that much, I'm make it quick. Talk about, <laughs> we kind of haven't talked about it for a few weeks because we had we had not been here. Um, so I don't know if you want to talk about just overall quickly a little bit about the kind of revelation of Padre and that before we go into this week's episode. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? The big reveal was that, like, Padre, at first it was like Padre's not a place, it's a guy. But then it turns out it's actually Shrike. We see this flashback, she's got a brother, and those two are, like, Padre. They're like, we are Padre. And... Mm-hmm. um. And, okay, it, this is the most – I'm sorry, Jamie. This is the most utterly ridiculous storyline that these two 
the reason they coerced, the reason they kidnapped children away from their parents and raised people in a world without any relationships or connections or love or whatever is they're like, we want to spare children from the ultimate pain of losing a parent. So it's better to make them think their parents abandoned them is better than thinking their parents died. Then their, their parents might someday die. So let's make them think their parents abandoned them now. Right. Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, mean, some I bullshit. think the reveal, let, let me say it this way. I think the way they did the reveal, I didn't mind. Like, I was surprised, and I was kind of like, oh. But, yeah, overall, the idea of it is kind of dumb. And more than that, what irritates me more than that is this whole thing that suddenly they think they have a cure for zombie bites. Let's just radiate radiation and it's going to cure you because, like, hello, the only reason Alicia lived with radiation is because she cut her freaking arm off, not because she had radiation. And second of all, Grace is already dying from radiation, so now maybe she'll be fine. You know, that's my, what I keep thinking is, after all that, don't they remember the fact that Grace is already dying from radiation? So why does she and even like, need the treatment? Well, and isn't the amount of radiation that um, Alicia, uh, like, it, it's a, so she was in a bomb shelter during the actual nuclear blast, but they were living in, like, a nuclear wasteland for, I guess, years. I think she got more radiation than whatever little bit they gave to uh, Finch. Right? Yeah, so Finch there was something she went in radiation. when it was bad. I forget what it was. She had to go save somebody, and she went in where she wasn't supposed to, and spent time there, and that's why she got sicker or something. It was a long time ago, years ago. And then they kind of, like, completely abandoned that storyline. And then yeah. I guess that was why she survived. But, yeah, no, she survived because she cut her arm off where she got bit. And, and I don't know if, like, okay, I can understand the fact that maybe these people are stupid and don't realize that. But they seem to well, want the audience to think that, too, because this kid gets radiation, and he's fine, even though he was bit in the chest. Yeah, no, that doesn't work that way. Well, I mean, so Alicia was for a long time with, like, the fevers and everything, and it was heavily implied that she might have been fighting the zombie virus, but nobody really knew if it was the right. zombie virus, if it was just another kind of infection, if it was radiation, like, who knows, right? Um, the whole thing is crazy. I don't know much about radiation, right? I'm not a scientist, but I think the kind of, I think nuclear fallout radioactive fallout what that kid got. You're right. Well, I think it's completely different than whatever kind of radiation they can dose you with in, in like, a medical sense, right? And yeah. it does seem like Finch got, like, cured in, like, a day of radiation, right? Like, and is, like, 100% healthy now, so. Um, and he got bit in uh, the chest. It's not even like yeah. his finger got bit. He got bit in the chest. Well, I mean, um, so... I, I, the sudden discovery of a cure is Wasn't bothering me. His neck or his chest. Uh, yeah, or his neck or something. I don't know. Some place that you can't chop off. Like, they did it on purpose that it's a place you can't chop off, so June would have to try the radiation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I found that to be, like, kind of, yeah. That, so that whole, like, that whole storyline that they found a cure and it's dosing with radiation um, first of all, that seems utterly too simple. Like, shouldn't the CRM have discovered that by now with their far superior scientific resources or almost anyone, right? Uh, yeah. It seems pretty simple to just dose use radiation in it. I mean, I don't know if they also are like, and, and, and we also don't know, so they've been taking Madison's blood all this time because 
I think they suspected that maybe the Clark family was a me- – I don't really know. So there's all that. We don't really know. And then there's this other part of, like, Padre being, like, existing for the purpose of sparing – like, making children think their parents abandoned them is better than maybe their parents might die someday. Right? Like, yeah. that's all craziness also. Yeah. And the thing that I so. don't get is that now that they know that it's just two kids that run it, why didn't they take them down? Well, yeah, when they just killed them. <laughs> I mean, that was my other, like, they, they made it sound like they were threatening to tell the truth, and that girl may, kind of was like, you can't tell them the truth, go ahead. You know what you'll do to them if you tell them the truth, like, type of thing, like, it would have destroyed them, so they just, like, let it go. At least that was how I took that when I saw it, that, like, they weren't going to push it. But if that's the case, yeah. then why are they now suddenly, like, we're going to take Padre down? It's just, the yeah. whole thing is just yeah. so ridiculous. I'm yeah. sorry, it is. I, I try to, like, the thing is, is there, some of it, like, I want to like. Like, I think there was some really, really good acting in this episode, especially by Lenny James, but some of it's so stupid, it's like, it, it kind of counteracts each other. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I you want know to like parts of it, and then other parts of it, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like, it's hard to get into. Talk for a minute about what you liked and didn't like, and I'm just going to mute you out for a second while I do something here with the sink. Okay. Well, there was, like I said, there was a lot I liked about him and him, like, dealing with what had happened with his family and him kind of breaking down and the fact that he was supposed to not even remember a lot of what he did. Like, some of that I didn't dislike, okay? But it's it's all it, – but then the whole thing with Grace, at that point I was like, oh, God. Like, they totally – every time I there's, like, a, a good part, they kind of ruin it by all the other nonsense that makes no sense with their choices, in my opinion. Like, it, it, I don't know. It, it just annoys me. Like I said, like, the whole, the whole thing with the radiation really annoys me more than anything. But like I said, they're saying that Grace is sick because she has radiation. So if, if the radiation, and so I say again, if the radiation is supposedly what made Alicia not infected, and yes, you're right, the radiation treatment's different radiation. I'm not disagreeing with that. But they're implying that Elisa was okay because of that radiation, then why wouldn't Grace be okay because of that radiation? Why would she even need the treatment in the first place? It, but it, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just kind of like shaking my head at it. Like, like I see it and I watch them act and it's really emotional and there's pieces that I like, but the overall story, it's like it, it doesn't tie together. And then I'm like, I don't know, like, then more, like, I'll be, I was, like, into the way Morgan was, like I said, like, his emotions and everything, and then all of a sudden he'd say something really, really ridiculously stupid, and it would kind of pull me back out of it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just so, like, I, mean, I, I want to like it, but I, I'm struggling very much with the majority of the show. So, I agree with you. I think Lenny James did some good work in this episode. Um and, I mean, I, I, he's a great actor, right? Lenny James is a great actor. Yeah. We agree on that. But I think he's not always great week to week because he just doesn't need to be great. They don't give him material to be great necessarily week to week, right? Um, right. And he was really good. Um, I think revisiting Clear. So Clear is possibly the greatest episode of The Walking Dead, like maybe mm-hmm. of all the shows, right? Um, mm-hmm. It was a fantastic early season episode. Um, yeah. I mean, this they, this calls back to the pilot also. I mean, they're kind of revisiting the pilot episode with and Jenny like and Dwayne, that. right? I think that part was cool. 
But it's like, they, mm. like I said, like there's like these threads, but none of them in the end come together in the way that they should. Like they, they, they kind of dropped it in the end. And then, and then the other thing that, I, that irritated me is, okay, Dwight and his wife, okay, Sherry. Okay, so first of all, in reality, their kid's already dead. Now, I, okay, I get that they're holding out hope and everything. But when they made the decision that they were going to send their kid on the boat and they were going to let Morgan go at the end, then why didn't they stay to help them get Mo out of the house like they said they were going to? They just disappeared. That part to me made even less sense at that point. Like they just vanished. Like I thought that was the whole reason why they called him and had him knock out Stryker so he could get out of there. Like he couldn't have waited five minutes while they helped, while they helped him. I didn't get that. And they even keep making comments. This is like when we were at the sanctuary. Then why do you keep doing it? <laughs> so, I don't know. You can tell I don't feel well. So it irritated me, I think, more than normal. I was busy yelling at the TV a lot. Let's just put it that way. Um, yeah, there's my, my spiel. But, but I do think the acting was good. I think the girl who plays Mo was, was good. Why is everybody... She says she's in the queue. I'm, I don't hear you guys. I'm wondering if anybody hears me. Because Karen's saying she's in the queue. I don't know what happened. I'll keep talking. Um, the actress that plays Mo, I think, did good. I think um, Karen David did good. Hey, I think Mama, I got disconnected. Okay, I don't know if people heard everything I was saying. Um, I was just saying, and I think overall the acting is good. The one who played Mo did good. Karen David did good. I think that they all did well acting wise in this episode and I did find it emotional but then you'd turn the corner and like I said they'd say or do something stupid and it would kind of pull me back out of it so it was like yeah there were pieces I liked and then there were other pieces that made me yell at the TV so I don't know did you hear everything I was saying about them leaving about them taking off did you hear what I I, hello can you hear me yeah can you hear me Oh yeah, I, so I guess I just got back in. I guess you didn't let me back in. I heard yeah, everything you were just, saying. I just, okay. I just got disconnected and reconnected. I've heard everything. Um, okay. I don't. I mean, so I think like calling back to the pilot and re, and revisiting Clear was very risky. It was ballsy um, to mess with that. And in the hands of better writers and showrunners, maybe it could have been great, but I think they weren't able to, like, make it worth revisiting that, right? Um, I really have some issues with Morgan. I mean, we're now, what, like a good 15 years past, like, what happened with Jenny and Dwayne? And, like, he hasn't mentioned Dwayne's name in multiple seasons, and now all of a sudden he's like, I've got to go back and, like, put like put Dwayne down in very hand. I mean, it's pretty horrible that he just left Dwayne chained up there uh, for the last, like, 10 years or whatever, right? But it it seems a little, like, I just feel like Morgan is this character that he he has no character. Like, week after week after week, they just, like, make Morgan do what... what, It's so inconsistent what they decide to make Morgan do from week to week, right? Um, And he... I, I mean, suddenly, like, he can't be a father to Mo until he puts Dwayne down, but he didn't think of that when Mo was born and all that time he's been, t- like, it just kind of doesn't make sense, right? At any rate, it yeah. could have been good. Uh, things that messed it up for me is that everyone in the entire southeastern United States knows where he's going and why and where he is. He shows up 
in in town in King County, Georgia, um, which it like if Padres in Texas, he traveled through three states. There seems to be some people online saying oh, maybe Padres not in Texas. With what you were saying, now I get what you're saying. What you were telling me about the radio. Yeah, I didn't think about the fact that that house was so far away. Yeah, and they they it's somehow in, got there Georgia. really quick. And I so, didn't wait, even so, think wait, of wait. that. Yeah. So he, he shows up, and, like, one minute later, Karen's like, so he presumably, did he walk there? I guess he had a car that we just never saw because he shows up there, and, like, the next day, um, Grace they shows show up, up horseback in a truck. Because... And then two seconds later, Dwayne and Sherry show up on horseback. They made equal time or maybe even fast, right? Like, and everybody knows the code, and then Shrake knows the code, and Shrake's got a walkie-talkie that she can talk from Texas to Georgia on the walkie-talkie, right? Um, yeah. the, I mean, all of it, even if, like, some people are saying maybe it's not, maybe it's Louisiana, uh, but they floated there on a boat, right? Remember when they were, like, in the end of last season when they're at the Gulf yeah, of Mexico they and they get on these little rafts and they take boats? So Georgia, like, that part where they are, Florida is in between Georgia and the Gulf of Mexico, right? Yeah. And thank you, by the way, I want to shout out to Eric Kane on Forbes who, like, posted a map and pointed all this out in his recent re- uh, review. Because um, uh, I went looking for it after. I was like, wait, how can this radio talk from Texas to Georgia? So all that, like, makes no sense, right? Um, and so, like, I never remember where they're at, to be fair. I don't keep track of it. No. No. Because they just like because they just walk all around the country and bump yeah, into people all the and time, right? And yeah, yeah. So all and that also, is kind of like. Apparently, Madison got free off camera. That also. Oh yeah, yeah. Madison, got, Madison escaped off camera. It's just like, like a, a throwaway cut. But could we have seen it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just escaped off camera somehow. So all of that is just you know I have a little bit of an issue also how so these children are re- like. Padre is raising children with no connections to the point that this is some bullshit that that uh, Mo slash whatever her name is has never seen anybody kiss before. When Morgan and Grace kiss, she's never seen anyone kiss before, and yet she's grossed out by her parents kissing, right? She's like, I don't think you've ever seen yeah, that again. was little, Even though she's never seen a kiss, which, which I don't believe, because all those teenagers, come on. They're not like – Yeah, uh, they could figure it out on their own. You don't have to have yeah. adults to do that. Yeah, um, but you know both Mo and Finch, who've been raised with no kind of anything, like immediately are calling. Like she's she's calling Morgan and Grace mom and dad, right? And Finch is definitely thinking of Sherry and Dwight as his mom and dad. Well, and it took it took like it took like a day, right? There's no I like. Of, I can maybe kind of see that though, just because they don't have anybody. So they would latch on quicker. I can kind of buy that. I guess. I mean, I, I think they don't even know what the concept of having a mom and dad is. Like, they've never, they've been completely since they were babies. Okay, Mo yeah. was like a toddler. Finch was born in captivity in Padre. And they, they presumably have no, it just, I know this show doesn't have time to show us that type of character development and, and storytelling because they're rushing to the finale. And I get it that we just can't see all of this nuance. But it's a little, um, it's a little, I don't know. I, I Like, I thought it was, like, after having watched it, I'm like, I kind of wish they didn't do it. Like, nothing happened. And I think the emotional stakes of Morgan going back to King County, 
just weren't there, like when Rick shows up in Clear and Morgan is such a broken man. And we've just like seen so much Morgan since then. And, and this idea that he's going to zip over to Georgia, kill Dwayne, bury him, and then zip back to Padre and finish what he's got to do. Yeah, I, I like the theme. I kind of like the theme of him. You know, Grace is kind of like, look, you're like, here's the living child that you have is Mo. And I, I get it that you're concerned about Dwight, but it's like a little late now and you need to worry about the living child not the Walker child, right? Like, like yeah. there was a good story in there. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of pulled the rug out from under it by Grace gets bitten. At, I mean, I knew Grace was going to get bitten. I, when that zombie popped out of like a wood pile, pile of leaves or whatever, the burned up zombie pops up and it's like attacking Mo. Yeah, um, you knew one of them was getting And then bit. you knew one was getting bit and it's not going to be like James, right? It's either the kid or Grace. And so Grace throws herself in between and takes the bite. Um, and I mean, that's kind of heartbreaking, but that's kind of what a mother does. I kind of think it's kind of a cop-out though, a little bit. Mm -hmm. The reason why I say that, and to see if you agree, but I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're having this whole story of they need to live and she needs to live for what she has left. But I kind of feel like if they're going to kill a character, you just went through this whole thing of saying she's almost dead, like she's dying and doesn't have much time left anyway. And then you get her bit. Like, I was just kind of, I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised in the sense that that seems like a cop-out if you're going to have her die anyway, to have her be the one that gets bit. You know what I mean? Like, the stakes aren't, does that make sense to you what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the stakes aren't as high because you just told us five seconds ago she didn't have long to live anyway. Not that you want her to die because of that. I don't mean that. And it is sad. No. But I'm just saying, like, it made it, like, I don't know. Like it makes yeah. to me, it makes the person that got bit like it not as big of a deal. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I get. I mean, throwing herself like in front of a zombie to save her child, like I get that. Because, but that yeah. doesn't have anything to do with whether she was going to die or not. It's not like oh, I was going to die, so let me save my child. She would have done it anyway because that's what a mother right, does. Right. Right. But I'm just saying that, like on the show, because they haven't lately killed a lot of main characters on the yeah. show. I'm just saying to be yeah. like this character is going to die. And then five seconds later, that's the same character that gets bit. It just, to me was kind of like, why have, yeah. why say she was going to die then before that? Why not just have her get bit? Like, well, I don't right. know. Yeah. It yeah. It yeah. Didn't make a lot of sense to me. Why have her be dying of radiation poisoning after suddenly after all get bit years, years. Right. Like, like she recovered from radiation back. poisoning. And then she was like, Oh, guess what Morgan? The radiation poisoning is back. I'm dying. I can just tell. I just know. I'm yeah. And then, That's and then, like, why not just have the drama over getting bit? Because then Morgan's like, oh, guess what? June discovered a cure off, ca- like, while we were hanging around. Um, and let's rush back and have June, like, shoot you with some radiation, uh, which that you're already dying of radiation poisoning. Yeah, that's, that's um, kind of why, like, why they kind of made it, the whole thing makes no sense. Like, yeah. overall, it's just, it's a mess. I'm sorry. I'm really... I'm really not comfortable with the cure. I'm really not comfortable with I'm the idea either. that cure. I have a big problem. I mean, that I have more of a problem with than anything is the fact that they suddenly cured zombies or they think they did. I know clearly they didn't, but the fact that they even think they did and that it seems to be working is what I have a problem with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think like, it hasn't worked on any of the other shows, you know, and suddenly they found it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kirkman when he developed the original story, like it was ad he was adamant that like we'll never find out what caused it. He was never going to write what caused the zombie outbreak. 
And and he, not only did, was there never a cure found in the source material, but it wasn't even, like, really ever looked for, right? Like, we had that little part where in season one where they go to the CDC and talk to Jenner. And, I, and, and then we've had that side story on World Beyond where they're kind of looking for a cure. But looking for a cure is not really what this show has ever been about. And if they're going to cure it, they can't cure it in this last season because we have two more shows, right, right. of people fighting the zombies. Um I mean, maybe, but it appears to really be a legit, a legit cure because Finch was bitten and is cured. Like he looks really healthy, right? Yeah. Which is what I have the problem with because it doesn't make sense story-wise. I mean, like if it was another show, maybe, but just the way this show is to me, it doesn't like it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The way that this show has gone and all these other shows have gone, all these this you know decade or whatever to suddenly be like it's this simple thing irritates me yeah yeah that all you need to do is because i can't i don't think whatever june is doing it has got to be yeah, that like highly sophisticated it made sense as a cure maybe but like it doesn't it seems like it's just like a, a plot device it, it just doesn't i don't know we'll yeah. see how it goes but right now it's irritating me i think that um like, whatever June is doing, June's not a doctor. June was an emergency room nurse. So, like, okay, now she's suddenly a brilliant researcher. Yes. Whatever, so right? Like on a lot of shows, that isn't just this. Yeah. I mean, it's always mm-hmm. like the medical person becomes a genius doctor. Mm-hmm. That's kind of on everything. Yeah, so she's like a trauma nurse. That. That's not a... But also, like, thing. also, how sophisticated can the equipment be? Like, it's being done in a train car, very X-Files. I know. How did um, Grace even scan herself? She's like, oh, I went yeah. to a hospital and got scanned. Um, where did you go to a hospital? Yeah, I went to a hospital and got scanned. That was another throwaway line that made no sense. Yeah, I went to a hospital and got scanned. Remember, like, there was that whole part of a scene where they were looking for, like, an ultrasound machine and they were breaking it. They had to, like, break into, like, a minute clinic or whatever to find an ultrasound yeah. machine. And now she's like, oh, I went to a hospital and got scanned. Are there working hospitals in Padre? Like, what the hell? Right? Even if you could break yeah. into a hospital, it's ultrasound equipment that hasn't been used for a million years. And, like, do you know how to use it? Like, do you know how to scan yourself for cancer? Because her job was working in a nuclear reactor. She has zero medical training. And, like, did she give herself an MRI and read it? Because she's, like, a trained radiologist now? Like, yeah, yeah that was a good call, Janie. Good catch there on that. Like, I kind of, like, didn't even, like, think of it because it's so bad. But that's a terrible yeah, throwaway line. I, mean, I went to a hospital and got the scanned. That's Madison line to me. It's just yeah. kind of like this throwaway line that you're supposed to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, no, it doesn't. Go back to that. You can't just say mm-hmm. that and then walk away. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. So it's really, um, it's really, uh, it was bad, right? Like there's potential in this week's story, but it was kind of like it's kind yeah, of a that, wasted week. That's like, why I said because that. And there's pieces that I like and I want to like it, but overall it's just a mess. The story is a mess. It, yeah. That's the best way I know how to describe it. it it's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't uh, like, let me, let me put it this way. I can't say that, like, watching it, I was like, oh, this is so horrible. I mean, I didn't, like, not enjoy it, I guess. Like, I want to say, like, I mean, it wasn't, like, a great hour of television, and I wasn't like, oh, this is so great. But, I mean, for what it was, I didn't not I didn't, like, have a horrible time watching it. You know what I no, mean? It's not the worst episode. There have been worse episodes. But I episodes. had so many problems with it, like, so many things that we're talking about that just irritated me. 
that made me say it's a mess. <laughs> well, and if the point of it, if the point of it was for Grace to get bitten, they could have done that anywhere. We didn't need a side trip to to Georgia. Clear, there's two things. Clearly, they thought they were going to do something with with the pilot and with Clear. Um, I have another thought, but I just I just thought something I wanted to get back to in this episode was was Sherry and Dwight. I really, really don't like how they were pitting Sherry and Dwight looking out for their son against Morgan looking out for his daughter. And they were like, sorry, Morgan, we're yes. going to turn you in and, and, and you get, we're going to shoot you because of our son. Which, come on, Shrike's never going to let you have your son. You, like, you're out of your mind. And the idea, like, I didn't like, like, how Sherry and Dwight were acting towards him. I didn't think it was realistic. Even though they've been separated for seven years, I don't think they would. Like, when people ran into Daniel last week, they were kind of happy to see, like, that seemed like a more realistic reunion, even that wasn't yeah. heartfelt enough. But, the, like, the way Sherry and Dwight were acting just didn't feel like Sherry and Dwight. And they're totally like, oh, our kid, whatever your kid, blah, blah, they're going to, like, burn you up. We're going to burn your house down with you in it, whatever the hell they're doing. And then all of a sudden they're like, Dwight's like, we're acting like we did in the sanctuary. It's like, wait, what? Uh, no, you're not. Uh, I mean, the sanctuary was kind of way, I don't know, like, I don't know. I guess I get it. Dwight... That way. I more took it that he was saying he felt like they were being treated that way. Is how I took it more. Oh, I thought he said. I thought he meant he felt like he was acting like the saviors used to act, like very like um, brutally and maybe uh, I just self-serving. And like that, they it was like they're being back there again, like they were just yeah. having to do everything they were told and not care okay. about anybody. Well, I guess it's okay. Yes, saying. that makes sense. That Padre is kind of sanctuary. I get that. Yeah. I, that's another reason why, like Dwight's entire journey since he left the sanctuary, and we're gonna have to move on because this has taken a long time now. But his entire journey since he left the sanctuary has been about trying to be a better person and always do the right thing, right? And for him yeah. to suddenly this season be like, "Sorry, Morgan, my kid, your kid, oh, they're con- like my kid has to live. I'm gonna burn your kid up in this house. We don't care if you die." Like then they're like, "We'll make sure Mo's okay, Morgan, but you gotta die or whatever." Like it's just none of that. And then they true. left and didn't even help him in the end. <laughs> yeah, with those old years, baby, too. Yeah. But so overall, it's a mess. That's yeah, a mess, point. but not the worst. Little, like, um, short word review. It's a mess. Yeah, I got to get a cord when I'm talking. Yeah. So before we move on, and we should because it's 1029, um, I want to, again, props to Eric Kane, who I was reading tonight. And Eric Kane, Eric, in his um, recap on Forbes, brought up a really good point. He's like, oh, now four of our characters in Georgia. It's awfully close to Alexandria. Like, this is how they, they left from Georgia to get to Alexandria in the first place. Like, do we think this show is moving towards Morgan returning to Alexandria. If this Possibly. is Morgan's show, if this is Morgan's show, does it end with Morgan and Dwight returning to Alexandria and bringing everybody? He didn't say that, but, but Kane was like, look, they're in Georgia. It's a hop, skip, and a jump to Alexandria. Well, let me ask so you, you just question. walk from Texas to Georgia. Do the other, does the other show take place in Alexandria, though? What other show? The new show. Um, the one with oh, Rick no. and Michelle. Like, that's what I mean. Is there even a show that takes place in Alexandria anymore that it matters? Yeah, or you yeah. I mean, the guy the guy who got his arm chopped off and has, like, a pointy ball on the end of his arm, Aaron. Aaron runs Alexandria, right? Maggie was running Hilltop, and Aaron was running Alexandria when we left The Walking Dead. 
Right. But I'm just saying, even if he goes back to Alexandria, that doesn't mean he's crossing over onto another show. Is what I'm yeah, saying. It means like, it means the, the one season, isn't in It means the whole. It means Fear the Walking Dead could end with Morgan returning to his like theoretical home that he left at Alexandria. Like could, exactly. more, could the show could the show end with Morgan like going back to Alexandria? Yeah, maybe. Which, which, based on the last many seasons of watching this crap, he should have stayed there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, he made uh, the journey for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, just a thought that that I read out. Just some speculation that was one writer's speculation. He's not us. So. Anyway. So, uh, anything else, or should we get a move on here? Um, I think that's about it. I don't think, I was trying to think, was there anything else? Or any, oh, the other thing I wanted to comment, you mentioned about, and I didn't say anything last time when we were talking, but I knew it was coming up and you were going to complain about it, and then you probably forgot to mention it. The fact that Daniel suddenly has no dementia, because he says oh, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, because he says so. Because he needs it to. He said, like, I got control of my mind, which, like, like, you know, I, like a person in my extended family just died of dementia. It's not a thing you can overcome by sheer force of will, right? I guess exactly. we're supposed to think that he never had dementia in the first place, maybe, that whatever maybe. he was going through was not that he was this organic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah. part is another problem. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, that's crazy. That uh, yeah, his dementia's just gone. It's like they didn't they wrote themselves into a corner with his character, right? They yeah. they, they write him dementia in the zombie apocalypse, and now they've got an awesome actor, Ruben Blades, and they they gave a character like dementia that it like that's an interesting story on a different show, like how you care for that person, but instead they just wrote his dementia out with like a throwaway line, right? Because it's much more that's interesting much- to have him command an army. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe there's a master plan. Maybe we'll get to the end and be like, oh, wow, that was awesome. Yeah, maybe. What is what it is? Yeah. <coughs> All, right. All right. So let me just say, usually when you guys talk <laughs> yeah. about fear, I, love, I turn I love the volume the down. I turn the volume down. You know, so I can hear you guys talking and I can hear when you're wrapping it up. So I know to turn my volume back up and unmute myself. Yeah. But I didn't do that tonight. Tonight I've listened to you guys this whole time. And I got to say, I've always wondered if we have, I've always wondered if we have any listeners at all, but (laughs) I wonder if our (laughs) listeners sit there and go, oh, they're complaining about a show again. Oh, or, you know, if they call to hear that or if they call, you know, because they like a show and, and they like a show and we complain about the show that they like. And, you know, I always wondered, I got to say, whether you like Fear the Walking Dead or not, that was so entertaining listening to the two of you pick it <laughs> apart. <laughs> it's what we do. I think really that most of the people who are watching the show are hate watching it at this point or, or are people – who are watching because they're all in, because we have been watching, this is our third or fourth Walking Dead show that we watched for years now, and that's why we're watching it, not really because we love it. Or maybe they're like Lenny James super fans or something, right? And they watch it. Um, the way, like Jamie, no matter how bad a show is, you would watch Peter Capaldi, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and there are people that I would watch too. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you were entertained. 
AJ. I'm so glad that our that our conversation is at least entertaining. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's all it means. You know, that's the important part at the end of the day. And the funny thing is, that's what we're hearing. I mean, 90% of the characters you're talking about, I have, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> and the ones that I do know who you're talking about cracks me up what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I mean, because you, look, you understand some of this. You watched Dwight on the original show. You read the comic book. You know yeah. what we mean when we say Dwight has a journey and what the hell is going on with Dwight right now, right? So, thank you. Yep. Glad you're entertained. Um, all right. All right. How so about we silo? take a little silo? Yeah. And what, AJ, let's let AJ talk, Jamie, huh? Let's let AJ start. All right. Sounds good. Um, so All right. I, I, I feel like every episode of Silo is better than the last one. And I think it's cause like it is the perfect blend of continuing the mystery while giving us some answers or maybe not, maybe answers isn't even the right word, but giving us more insight. Like, um, I keep forgetting Common's character's name. I, I had it nailed for a minute there and now I don't remember it, but him his character every week, it's like there's this other little piece, like he's like an onion, and there's another layer being peeled off, and we're finding out how diabolical he actually is. Um, mm-hmm. Like the fact that Judicial has an entire database of um, relics. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, they and know a lot more everyone. than they let on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've been tracking the people they find, you know. So, I mean, I got to say, whether he's the big bad, quote unquote, or not, I gotta say he's definitely the most intriguing and formidable um, of any, of anybody going against um, Juliet. He's just he's he's a really great character. I'm really really like his character a lot. Don't like the person, um, but I love the, yeah. you know the, the you know he's he's a good villain is what I'm trying to say. There we go. Um, I think uh, her her deputy there, Billings. He's kind of he's kinda, I'm kind of warming up to him. I think he might actually be on the up and up, especially now that we find out he's got some kind of degenerative disease that seems mm-hmm. to be something that happens to people in the silo. Um, and I'm I'm guessing I have a feeling maybe that her mother and brother died from the same thing. I just feel like there's a connection there. Oh, um, yeah. She was able, she was able to, she was able to identify it. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's definitely a th- a possibility. I'm curious what it actually is. Like, I like the fact that it's shrouded in mystery right now, what he has, because it's probably something that you, me and Jamie all would be like, Oh, that's what that is. But because they've been in the silo for the, you know, their whole lives, and there's so much history gone, there's probably a lot of medical stuff that they're unaware of. You know, something that's commonplace for us is like, you know, deadly to them. I mean, it could be deadly to us too. But you know, I mean, I almost wonder if he has like the beginning stages of Parkinson's, the way he was shaking and stuff. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. And and, and, and you know, it's funny. Part part of the reason I, I wonder about that actually is because I don't know if either. Oh, I know. Um, I I don't know, Karen, if you have access. How you even watching? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Jamie gave you access. While you have access to Apple, you should really both. You should really watch um, the Michael J. Fox movie. Really, really good. Oh, yeah. he's, he's funny as hell. It's really, really good. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but I watched that, and, you know, of course, he has Parkinson's and everything, and, like, you know, him talking about the beginning stages and seeing, like, they, you know, finding out how long he had it and everything and the pinpointing, like, the moments, like, where he he did, you know, when he was acting, he would do something so that you wouldn't notice what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't know about it, you don't know to look for it or think mm-hmm. nothing of it, and that's kind of what I feel like was happening with and with um with Billings, which is why I even thought of it because of yeah, you know, the documentary. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but anyway. I tell you, there's, what, there's four episodes left, and I still I really can't wait for them to go back down, down, because I really want somebody to go for a swim. <laughs> every time it's, it's mentioned on, on, in the episode, yeah, every time it's mentioned, there's got to be something to that. Um. I know, I you know, know what, what I, is up with that. I know you do. You, yeah, that's what must be the most fun. I know yeah. I have fun when I've read something that we're watching, um, and knowing what's kind of coming, and, and mm-hmm. waiting for you guys to get there. So I'm, I'm sure you're having, I'm sure you're having a blast with it too, and listening to us theorize about stuff. Like one of my favorite all-time things was when they first got to Alexandria in The Walking Dead, and Jamie's like, "Oh, I hope they're not here for too long," and I'm thinking, yeah, they're there forever." <laughs> Like, it's the whole show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So what did you, yeah. you guys think of the episode, Jamie? Um, from what I can remember, looking at the, the recap, um, I agree with. Uh, uh, at this point, um, had agreed with what AJ was saying. Like, I don't. I think that that guy is good. You know, the, the one that's working with her, like. I think Billings, yeah. Me, yeah. Um, so I kind of wanted her to confide in him a little bit more um, at this point. Um, but uh, I, I was because is this this is where like he knows that she. Am I wrong? Like he knows that she planted that right in this one. Yes, he actually says, "Are you kidding me?" Like like when they go to see. That woman who is George's ex-girlfriend and, like, the whole, like, oh, it's, oh that's actually, right, it's Common. Right. It's when Common says, like, look, we have a whole registry of all these relics, and we can trace these things, and we know that this thing was in such and such a place the night before, and then it turns up, like, obviously, you must have planted it. Like, Billings is like, oh, you planted it? And remember, Billings is like, uh, you need to tell me this shit. Like, you're, he's like, you're going to get me killed. Like, Billings is pretty pissed, I think. I mean, he's not the yeah, kind of guy that... Did like that he took her side and he, you know, he had her back, even though he knew mm-hmm. she was lost. But he's like, you can't keep doing this. And um, mm-hmm. I think she can trust him. I do. Um, so yeah, uh, and I like how um, I don't know his name, Tim Robbins, his character, that he completely um, believes what they they say and goes against what uh, Common's character says. I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. But yeah. Um, yeah, I also think it's hilarious that a relic is a Pez dispenser. <laughs> well, and like it's an awesome relic for this purpose because, like, it's great. Like, who could ever guess the purpose of a Pez dispenser? If you've never seen one or anything <laughs> from our culture, and it's a Pez dispenser, and like, what would you possibly? <laughs> it kind right? of doesn't a, exactly have a purpose. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. It's like yeah. made for a deep purpose. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I enjoyed how this episode showed all these flashbacks of 
Juliet being with George, particularly in the beginning where he's giving her the watch and then she fixes the watch and he, and she's like, I fixed it cause I like the way I feel when I make you feel like, and, and you're like, Oh, they're really in love. Like this is a really like nice love story that Juliet really loved. He really loved her. And then I like how later in the episode you meet this woman who's his ex-girlfriend and she's like, so it's like, what? Ex-girlfriend? And the woman's like, oh, yeah, he used me. He just used me to get relics. And, like, then he moved on to, like, the next person. And did he tell you he loved you? Because he told me he loved me. What did you do for him, Juliet? And, like, smash. Like, yeah. Is she just being mean? No. I think, like, do you think there's, like, she's really telling the truth and George was using Juliet? Do you think he loved Juliet? Like, I have some knowledge here, but what do you Excellent guys think question. about that? Okay. <laughs> it's, just a, it's still just a question right now, right? I mean, you got the sense from those scenes that they were really in love, right? They definitely played that like they were truly in love. Yeah. She was in love with him. You, I thought they did a good job of making it look like he was in love with her and like now what is up with that, right? Um, yeah. It, it, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's an excellent question because I feel like they were, that he was, um, but it really, it, it throws an interesting wrench into the problems, you know, those, those are an interesting wrench into the whole thing. They did a lot, I think, of showing, this episode shows relics as a commodity um, that people want to buy and sell and own for, not really clear why, like, so we know George wanted relics because George has a curiosity about what they represent and 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 well, trying that, to that, answer that what he book. calls the big question. Well, yeah, there's that, but that's yeah, yeah. really in the, we find out that's what it is. But I guess other people want to buy relics just because they're they're a rare item and therefore they have value, right? That's why there's a black market in relics, simply right. to own them for the sake of owning them, much like modern art, right? Um, but yeah, then the book. So how'd you guys like that with the book? That was pretty awesome. I don't like the fact that they um, are that I'm not that I'm surprised that there's cameras literally everywhere. Judicial is like Big Brother. Yeah. Yep. Seems like a it, it it seemed like a shortcoming on Juliet's part. Like she should have maybe thought of that. Like I was when you're watching her sit in that room, I thought when she's first reading the book, in the background, you can see there's a window open out to the hallway. And I was kind of like, Juliet, why are you reading this with your window open, right? Um, and then it turns out that, like, there are cameras where she's not – it seems like she would be aware of that. Or that some of her friends, like that little old lady who works down a mechanical, who always is, like, turning something on to cover the sound, and the and George's ex-girlfriend who covers up yeah. the sound. Like, like, if there are microphones everywhere – could there not be cameras everywhere? And is Juliet that naive? I don't know. But that was pretty cool. And so they say wake him up. So who do you think they're waking up? Common or somebody or Timothy Robbins or somebody else? Well, I can't answer that because I know who um, I'm thinking Common. Well, and I can't answer that either, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, because between. Common. That's between who I thought Timothy... it was with Common. I won't see whether you're right or not, but that's what I yeah. thought. I mean, between Timothy Robbins and Common, it's Common. Common is the more powerful guy. Like, to AJ's point, like, Common might seem to be, like, he's below this judge. You know, that judge lady they have to go see all the time and other people. But Common's the guy with all the power in the currency, right? 
Yeah, and comment the guy who's watched yeah. if someone's watching the camera just not that judge lady who's like, Oh, I'm so tired, I don't feel good. Can we prep this up and get out of my apartment? Yeah. Yeah. It's not her. Of course it's to wake him up. Um well, yeah. Yeah, analysis uh, just wakes them up. That makes a difference too. Yeah. Yeah. The book was awesome. Like seeing Juliet see these pictures of trees and a dolphin and like all of that and trying yeah, to like is that what you were expecting? What did either of you guys think was going to be the relic that the lady gave to Juliet? I don't know that I really took time to think um, about it because I watched I, it all. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't think, yeah, I didn't, think. I didn't really have time either. I, I didn't really, there was nothing that really came to mind right away. I was more in the frame, I, my frame set of, just show me. Yeah. And so I can't go back and unknow what I've read in the past, but I think that right. I um I think they were setting it up that 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 I think a lot of viewers might have thought it was going to be like a handwritten diary or manifest like like a like a diary a record from someone who was from the pre-silo time like writing like that was passed down. I don't think I think most viewers were probably very surprised that that's what it was. And that I, I think they were setting it up that it was a diary or or a testimony or a or a, some sort of like personal story kind of thing. That's what right. I think. Maybe I don't know. I haven't read anything. I, I'm not on boards about this. I'm not following like any kind of online discussion about it. But um, but that it turned out to be like a tourist guide to Georgia. Georgia. It was also Georgia. I watched it after I watched Fear, and I was like, oh, also in Georgia. Note to self: don't move to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a great show. Is this renewed yet, Jamie? I don't know why I I'm Jamie like she knows everything about it. Oh yeah, it for a week. Think. I don't remember reading anything about it. Let me see if I can if I have anything about it. But I don't believe I have anything that tells me. I I don't know if it is and I don't know how Apple makes these decisions. Like Netflix decides to renew really based on the first 30 days of a show's availability. Like if they are off in the first 30 days, you get renewed. And if not, it's iffy, right? I don't know. Apple has a different. It just says through June 30th, you know, but it's on. Yeah, nobody knows. I mean, I think obviously there's no way it's being resolved in four episodes, right? I mean, obviously it was three books, three novellas. Um, and I don't think this is. I would assume that they probably assume there's going to be a second season if it does good, but I, I don't. Yeah. I have not heard anything about it. Yeah. I mean, I think there's no way in four episodes we get to the end. We might get to a point, like, you know, how it's based on three short books. And so, of course, each book has an ending point, but then can go on to be the next book, right? So I think the season might be like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I think Rebecca Ferguson's work is pretty good in this, um, you know, as the star carrying this cast. I think, of course, I mean, Common's actually a really good actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff that we've watched. Yeah. Not much Common. Yeah, I've seen him. He was I've great in Hell on Wheels. Uh-huh. He's pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, they're all pretty good. It's pretty, it's well done. They're spending a lot of money on it. They've hired good actors, good writers. Um. I really like it. Anything else that uh, God? We spent half an hour on Walking Dead because we hate it, and we spend like ten minutes on Silo because we love it. No, I, we, know, I watched. We, we spent longer, longer on it than you think. 
20 minutes, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, it's great. I'm looking forward uh, to seeing what happens you know what in the next that's, four. That's, that's par for the course, though, because whenever you complain about something, there's always something else. Yeah. Yeah. When you like something, yeah. there's only so much good you can say about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, when it's over, you know, if you guys have Kindle, I can lend you the books out of my library, or you can buy them. I got them all. I downloaded them all, like, when they first came out. I think some might have been free or, like, 99 cents, because I think you always help publish them, and they were pretty cheap in the beginning. I know I didn't pay more than, like, 99 cents for any of them. Well, then it was yeah, he did deal. self-publish them. They're probably, like, $20 now. Yeah, probably. Now, I mean, usually Kindle, even uh, most Kindle stuff, still only about five bucks. Even mm, with even with popular stuff. Mm, mm, that's not true. Yeah. For the most part, I didn't say I didn't say all of it. I said for the most part. No, right, but but like popular books are usually a lot more than that. It Some depends are. like on a bestseller, book. like a like a like a mass right. published bestseller. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. There's no. more than. These kind of book, I have no idea. But anyway, yeah. anyway, great show. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is um, I don't know if you guys talked about Guardians yet. I unfortunately still have not seen it because first I hurt my back seen and what? then I got COVID, we have not. so I didn't get to go see it yet. Until, I don't think I'm going to get to go see it once in the theater. Guardians. I don't even know if it's still in the oh, theater. I haven't seen it either. So um, I think it might be coming um, to my theater. I hope so. Um, yeah, um, I have neither. So I take it neither of you have watched uh, Manifest. Oh, yeah. I have. But before we all three jump into Manifest, real quick, Jamie, you've seen the. Did you watch the Lazarus Project, AJ? And and do you intend to? The who what? The Lazarus Project. I didn't hear what you said. Did you watch it? No, I have not. No. Are you going to watch I, it? I forgot about it. I don't know. What's it about? Can you, I am going <laughs> to Time travel. It, but not I'm time not travel. What I was Jamie, watching. have you not watched it? All right, let me rephrase it. I, you, I watched part of it because I was going to do an interview, and then they canceled my interview, and I got COVID and got sick and didn't watch it yet. I have an excuse. All right, here's my question. <laughs> but, no, I am yeah. going to watch Karen, it. Karen, did you enjoy so, it? I enjoyed what I saw so far. I did like it. Let me – Jamie, did you not finish the first episode? You only watched it. Okay. I saw part right. of so, the first episode, and then I didn't get to it. So it, is, it involves time. I, I, I'm not going to say time travel, like a variation on time travel. It involves time. <laughs> it, it takes place in the U.K., and everyone in it is British, and I'm not sure if it might be a British series that came to America yeah. or, right? Um, yeah. So I enjoyed the first episode. I think they did some really interesting storytelling things. It has a sort of, like... So you know a pilot episode. You know how a pilot episode you know a pilot episode often involves a lot of exposition in order to set up the world. Like the world building in a TV show has to happen like kind of well, I mean it can take a long time, but it most shows it's pretty fast. And I think they did a good job. They did an interesting thing. If you guys are gonna watch it, I won't say it. They did an interesting thing which the way they blew through some of the characters' backstory in a pretty cool way. Um, I also, I don't think this is spoiling it, but there's a, um, so it involves time and there's, it involves like some characters explaining how time works. 
And there's a see, so we talk a lot about how a show has to have rules and you've got to obey by your own rules and always adhere to them, right? And in the scene, a character asks, like, so how does this time thing work? And someone says, do you have a degree in quantum physics? Well, then don't worry about it. You wouldn't understand. And I <laughs> love the way. <laughs> I love that. Did you that see that part, cool. Jamie? I love yeah, that yeah, I because. Think I might have seen the whole first episode. I can't remember okay. if I got through it or not, but it was mostly through most of it. I thought it was a great approach. Like if it was Doctor Who, they give yeah. you some tiny, whiny bibble babble that doesn't really mean anything. And you're like, oh, yes. Bibble babble. You know, or yep. like, you know, they're like, oh, it's the flux capacitor. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's the flux capacitor. You just buy it because it's. And I love the way they, like, the smart person says to this guy, you don't need to know. And, like, they're telling the viewer, you don't need to know, just go with it. It was, like, the opposite of something like Quantum Leap, where every single episode, Ian is constantly, like, explaining shit so that the audience can get it, right? And I just love how this show is like, don't worry about it. You don't understand it. But I don't think you <laughs> needed to know either. It isn't no, like you didn't. feel like you don't understand it. You, you don't need to know because that's not the point of the show. It's not no, science. No, you don't need so. to know, but I like the way they're just like, do you yeah. dream quantum mechanics? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Trust us. And I thought that was a great way for the show to not, like, they've set, they've set the rules sort of are that they're not going to explain it and we don't need to worry about it and don't worry about it, just go with it. Um, they explain yeah. a little bit, Jamie. You saw the whole thing. They explain, you know, it involves, AJ involves like there's a singularity in space that is affecting time and um, I thought it was pretty good. I, I will definitely watch the second episode. I thought it was pretty good, and I like – so, AJ, it also is based on sort of like the every man who is who, like, discovers this big science-y, tiny thing and becomes a part of it. Um, do you remember, Jamie, the training montage? I love the training montage. Um, I thought that was really well done also. I think they did a really – I think they did it – the writers did a great job of, like – the way they presented a whole bunch of setupy stuff. Um, I think it's I don't want to talk more about it. AJ, I think you should watch it. I think I AJ do, should yeah. give it a watch and see what you. What's think. it on? And then if you don't like, it, yeah, it definitely sounds oh, interesting. Seven thirty on TNT. TNT. I know we hate TNT because of Snowpiercer, but just watch it, okay? <laughs> no, it, it, I think it is good so far. I mean, I honestly. I would have watched it and finished it regardless of not getting the interviews, even though it was canceled, but I was so sick. It was kind of like, I didn't care about anything. So that was not the fault of the show. I probably wouldn't have watched yeah. Doctor Who if it was on. I was so sick. So yeah, it, I think, it was good. I, think, I saw I just didn't get far enough. I think a show that involves time, we're going to watch. And I think I, I like the, um, I like the cast, uh, the actors, it, the main not, actors, and the one from, um, yep. the girl is from, um, she's from uh, Doctor Who, and um, the hell, see Karen, I'm losing my brain, um, the, not doc, she, not really from Doctor Who, she's from the one with um, Sarah Jane, I couldn't think of what it was called, she's from Sarah, she the was wife the, the one girl, or Archie, the agent, the, the agent, the, or um, the main, the main actress, the one who's like working, the main actor, Oh, you said the actress. No, the actress. The one that introduces him to it is from there. Oh, her name is Archie. Her character's name is Archie, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't remember her name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Um, yeah. I, I like that it's not – I'm not going to say it's time travel, but it's a time thing that's going on is all I'll say right now. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to, to say what it is without explaining it and telling you what it is. 
but it's yeah. good. It, it's a good. It's a good. It's something different. It's interesting. Yeah. So if you have time, AJ, give it a watch. And if you don't want to continue with it, then maybe AJ and I you know, could. I, I've I've actually I've been I've been needing stuff to watch. I've been watching a lot of just kind of like eh. type stuff lately. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty. Uh, it, it's a little bit different. Yeah. And so, Jamie, I mean, the stuff that happens in that first episode is, like, some crazy shit goes down, right? And then, like, uh, they introduce, like, a villain pretty, you know, the first episode introduces a villain, which I guess a good pilot should, but they don't always, right? Sometimes the villain doesn't really get clear. Um, Of course, sometimes the villain in the first episode turns out to be, like, Sometimes your villain is like, guess what? The people you trust are actually the bad guys, and I'm the good guy, a la Citadel or whatever, right? So it could happen. But um, anyway, I think it's on, I watched it like two days ago. I think it's on Saturday night or Sunday night. Yeah. Because I remember thinking, oh, I needed to watch it, and I just haven't had to. Yeah. I haven't really watched anything. So, yeah. So give it a watch. All right. Um, and wait, quickly, can we do announcements, Jamie, what you got on the site before we jump into manifest? Sure. I was going to say to begin with, I've, I've seen, I'm probably not, I'm probably as far as you guys are as manifest. I saw, I think, like half of it before I got sick. So again, I didn't see it all. But um, you want to talk about from? Is that what you were going to mention? Because I was going to mention that too, if you were. Yep. If that's yep. you were headed. Yeah. Um, yep. So me and Karen have been doing interviews for from. I did quite a few, and then she did. Um, one last week, and I have another one tomorrow. Um, AJ, you got to watch this show. <laughs> I, I, I don't think like Karen will really, really like it. You know what's funny? I love it. When Karen, when Karen was talking about season one, I was going to, and then I forgot about it. And I, I, I actually keep forgetting about it. on MGM. See, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I, I got the MGM trial. I, I got to be honest. I mean, the show is fantastic, and I loved Portable Door. But there was pretty much, like, nothing else on there that I care to watch. I looked at this stuff. I really couldn't find anything else. So that's, I think, why people forget about it, because people don't really have the network. It's not a popular network. But the show is awesome. It's worth it just for the show, I think. I love it. I've basically seen it twice, because I got my mom to watch it. So I've seen most of it twice. Um, but it's, it's really good. And a lot of it reminds me of Lost. Just some of the way things are, it gives me, like, a Lost, like, Feeling. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not like Lost, but it, it gives me that, I don't know. Does it, it's does vi- it it's you... that vibe. Yeah, it kind of has that vibe. It's the vibe. Lost vibe. Well, I mean, I... But it's Lost, too, so... I, but, um... I confess also that I watched it when I had a free week of epics on Comcast Xfinity. It gave me a free week. I watched all season one, and then I had a free week. Again, this year I watched some, and I got some screeners, right? So I have not paid for MGM either, i got to admit. Um, so, I mean, I like Harold Perrineau as a star, and I think Harold Perrineau is really good in it. He's very good. Um, I don't really get, if I get a Lost vibe, it's only because this is a puzzle box show, right? Much like Lost was. It's very different. This show is, this is a hard, a puzzle box. Oh, puzzle box. Like a puzzle, they call it a puzzle box, right? This this show is a puzzle box. Lost was a puzzle box. Than, but this is a horror. Yeah. This show, AJ, has monsters and blood and gore and people being, like, totally, like, eaten by monsters and, like, some scary shit happens. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's sci-fi, but too. It's, don't get me wrong. It's definitely sci-fi. Well, like, I, I don't know if it's sci-fi. It's, Karen, it, it, it's not. It's, 
it's I wouldn't say sci-fi. There's nothing about space. There's, well, it's, it's para- me, me paranormal. That maybe stuck and they can't leave this town, and that there's like weird creatures and so I don't know. I still consider it pretty sci-fi. Or, I consider it horror, thriller. Um, but anyway, it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. And you know, I don't really like horror. And I don't like creepy-looking monsters either. jumping out of the woods and eating people and shit like that. Like, you know, I'm a wuss. It's not like but... a Saw-type horror. Let's, 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 be, let's be fair. No, it's, not, it's, it's, horror, it's on streaming. It's, like it's not, yes. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. That's why I said it's to not, me it's more of like a sci-fi horror. I would, would categorize it. Oh, to me, to me, there might be, we're not really sure if it's magic, if it's, I don't think it's demons. You know, I would not watch a show that I think is demons. Anyway, it's good. Obviously, Jamie and I have watched almost one and a half seasons. We don't know what's going on. We can't define the show. The fact that we can't put a label on it maybe is a good sign that we don't really know what the show is that we're watching. Uh, And uh, so Jamie did an interview. Who did you interview? Did you interview Harold Perrineau? No, I wish. I could not get him at the beginning of the season when I tried. Which character did you get? let me get their names. I can't pronounce their names, and I don't want to. No, don't, just tell me the up. character. Oh, um, I talked to, see now that you said that, I'm going to be like, what? Ellis, um, the one who plays Ellis, who is his, his son, and you talked mm-hmm. to the one who plays Fatima, his, his girlfriend. Yeah. And um, I also talked to the one who plays Christy, the uh, doctor. I'm looking at it now. Chloe oh, Van Land. the EMT. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't remember their names. She's not a doctor. The one who's the new doctor, the girlfriend, or the EMT who's been there all along? The EMT, the one that's been there all along. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alice yeah. is Cordian Moore, and she's clothing yeah. Lanchu. And also, I talked to Jamie McGuire, who um, plays Smiley, the creepy um, monster that met an end in the, in the other episode. Wait, which creepy monster is that? Have I not seen that one The, the one that, Smiley. oh, you haven't seen the newest one yet? Okay, don't forget the latest. Okay, the latest, the latest monster. Okay, I mean the monster, main monster, the one that that smiles, that goes on the bus and, and like kills those people on the bus. The one who goes on the bus, he's so creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's very creepy. Um, so I talked to him too, uh, and those are those right. are up there. And then tomorrow I'm talking to the guy who plays Randall, um, the the asshole, for the lack of a better better description. Oh, I love Randall. He's he asshole. Like. I yeah. I love that guy. He's the worst. Yeah, I know. You love to hate him. You want to want to smack yeah. him, but you love to hate him. That guy. Um. So yeah. yeah. So I have we talked to quite a few of them, but uh, but it's a really really good show. I definitely recommend it, and yeah. I think it's worth getting the subscription to see it. I know if I didn't have the screeners, I would have gotten it to see the end. And if they don't send me yeah, a finale, good. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> if you get a chance to watch it, check it out. You're bored. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so the, the only show I did watch when I was sick. I watched yeah. all the all that. And so the other thing, not posted yet, but I talked to the Strings in the World cast, and we have a couple of interviews going up with that. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you did that. Yes, for Star Trek. Um, we'll that's probably put up, I talked to, I mean, their panels, but I have Rebecca Romaine, and I have um, uh, the guy, uh, the guy, Bach, I spoke to him, and I spoke to... Um, uh, I think the guy who plays Kirk, I spoke to him. Um, I forget his name. Paul. Paul what's his name? Paul. Oh, Wesley. West? Paul Wesley. Yeah, Paul Wesley. And then I did not get, I did not get through. The last panel was with the two women who play Uhura and Ortegas, 
who I love. Um, uh, oh, no, we had a panel with Nurse Chapel, and uh, we, there were like four panels. Anyway, we have like two yeah, or three interviews that will go up for Strange New Worlds. That premieres next week, I think, on the 14th, I think it comes back. And I think AJ and I will cover that again this season for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to watch it, too, yeah. and I just need to have I need time. I'm still behind mm-hmm. on everything from being sick. And then um, yeah. this week coming up, like I said, I have the interview tomorrow for From, and then um, Thursday uh, I have uh, Outlander, uh, which... Oh, Outlander, yeah? Yeah, not that I don't have the leads, but I have some of the other ones in the show, so i got to watch right. those screens, too. Yeah. So that's cool. that. Yep. All right. And a, and a new British show, too, that's on like Acorn. All right. Yeah, I'm talking to Jimmy Bamber Thursday. So that's cool. Not Obviously not for what we know him from, but uh, I have that coming up. All right, so, great. I hope my voice will survive all this. <laughs> great. Yeah, that's right, so this cool. brings confidential. I was looking up. I don't know. Is that how you pronounce it? Can? Can? I, I always can? say it wrong. Can? What? The, 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 the name of the... Yeah, the name of the festival. Is it Cannes or Cannes? Cannes. Cannes. I think they say Cannes. Like if you're a French, you'd be like, Cannes. I'm going Cannes. to Cannes. Okay. Well, it's called yeah. Cannes Confidential. That's what Jamie Bamber is, is in. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. Now what? Did we talk about? Oh, no. we got to do Manifest. we got Manifest. Two episodes yeah. of Manifest. Yeah. I've definitely seen the first two, but I don't remember which is the first two. <laughs> but okay. So the first one. The, the first, first one, one. They escape. And then come back. Prison. Yep. And then the second one is about mostly about um, uh, oh crap, I can't remember the guy. The guy with the kid, he has the uh, calling, but they won't let him out, and they deputize uh, Michaela by sticking a uh, tracker in her shoulder, so she can go solve the case. Which yeah, I kind of saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you can't, yeah, because you can't have your two main characters in prison for the whole season, right? They gotta be able to get out. The first episode actually has a calling, which is about that woman Bethany and her wife Georgia, who turns out to be part of this yes. like safe house for for eight two ears, and there's that. But really, that doesn't really go anywhere. That's kind of nothing, right? It's really because it's about um, getting escaping from prison. Um, and the second one, yeah, it's about this guy, but. There's all this like other stuff like Sanvi and and Ben inside the prison and there's that guy who's dated or whatever and all that, right? If that sounds familiar, Jamie, any of it? Um yeah. But yeah, AJ, I think you're right. Like you, you could kind of see like Michael getting a chip coming because we just cannot keep our main characters in a prison for the entire like what how is that a show, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have to they have to get them um, out. You know what's funny? That that scene where uh, Ben and Samvi, when they think somebody's on to them, so they start making out as a, yeah. as a oh. you know, a fake out. I thought I was like, mm-hmm. wow. I was like, that's really funny because I've been I've been saying since season one how much chemistry I see between those two characters, and coupled with the fact that I hated Grace. Um, you know, so I you think it's kind of interesting that, that 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 huh. You know that Sanji's lesbian, right? In real life or on the sexual. show? No, on the show. No, on the she show. She's got, she, she has the ex-wife. She's the ex-wife. Okay. I mean, I have no idea in real life. She could the, be. But that's a doctor. She's a lesbian on the show. Yeah, she has, oh, she has the ex-wife that's, that's a doctor. 
I no, think I thought I, I thought it had been established she was bisexual. I didn't know, realize that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean her character no, could I mean, not obviously also I know, be right. right? No, yeah, she could. I said she could. Obviously, be I realized that. I mean, her wife's been very important no, in the show. No, and I thought maybe you <laughs> forgot. That's why I was asking that. I'm like, you realize she had a girlfriend, but yeah, but yeah, I think. I think that Sami and Ben have always had really good chemistry since the first season. And we, I think we talked really? a lot yeah. about it when he was married to Grace, but was still like hanging out with her all the time. And I mean, th- yeah. th- they have great chemistry and yeah, it yeah, was just a little make out and nothing, but it was funny. Um, uh, so, I mean, I, so yeah, so I like that. I mean, those two being, you know, making out, and then and then when what's his name, the NSA guy comes in and he opens the door and he's like, "What's going? Whatever's going on here? Finish it up!" And they're like, "No, no, no! Can you help us?" Like that was kind of a, a fun thing. That was pretty fun funny. Thing. Um, aside from all this, I, I guess I, what I didn't like about these two episodes, the visions of dead Zeke, like these visions, like Michaela talking to dead Zeke and he's like, I love not, you, I miss yeah. you. And he's like, I love you, I miss you. And he's like, my favorite book, blah, blah, blah. And, they, and like, he's like, so kind of like two thirds into the second episode, he gives her maybe a little piece of information, but in general, it's like, I miss you, I love you. And I'm like, oh my, I kept clicking the 10 second advance thing. I'm like, spare me, I want to puke with these two. What, why are you wasting my time? You know, it's funny. So, when we started watching it, because it's been a minute, Artie said, Artie's like, no, refresh memory. He's like, Zeke's dead, dead this time, right? And I'm like, as far as I know, he is. And then five minutes later, <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh. Yeah, he's supposed to be fully dead. He's supposed to be dead. And now he's like, I knew Karen would, would, have, would but, be not happy when they did that. <laughs> but, yeah, but here's the thing. They're not visions. Like, they're not, it's not a hallucination or anything. I think no. it's going to play into this whole thing. No, he, he's like a force ghost, right? It's basically a force ghost. Talking basically. Yeah, basically. I don't know what that yeah. is. What's that's, that? That's, that's, that's the best way to put it. A force ghost, Jamie, is in Star Trek when a Jedi dies. Star Wars. Ghost sometime. In Star Wars. Did I say Star Trek? In Star Wars when a Jedi Why? dies. Sometimes they reappear. They reappear and they and they actually talk to the characters. Like I mean, you might have, if you've seen some Star Wars, you might have seen like oh, Obi Wan Kenobi or Yoda appear and they talk to Luke or whatever, and we call them Force Ghosts. Everybody calls them. That's what they're called, a Force Ghost, um, because they have the Force or whatever and they can talk. But that's kind of what Zeke is, right? He's not. He's not. He's like a this, ghost, but not a ghost. But I don't. I'm not down with he, it. They, I'm not they down, give an like, explanation. They will give an explanation. I don't. I don't well, want to. Well, I want to see how it plays it, out. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a reasoning behind it. I just. Well, I think there is. So, I, know, I, like, Kieran's not going to like. It. I'm. I'm over Zeke, though. I'm really over Zeke. I am too. He's so <laughs> boring. He's such a dud. I can't believe. Like, the fact that he evokes so much passion in Michaela is hard for me because he's really, and I don't want to blame the actor, uh, maybe I could, maybe I shouldn't, but, like, Zeke himself is just like a piece of white bread. He's really not, a, he doesn't have a lot of, he's not a guy that he's I think has passion. Yes, it's he's very bland. And, 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 like, there's this scene where Michaela is like, I love you so much. I miss you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, she never acted like that. For the, for the whole time she knew him, she never acted like that. And now she's like, I love you. I love you. 
I'm like, you were the most boring couple ever. Spare me. Stop. Um, <laughs> and so, well, I'm okay with a calling. I'm like, when you go in the calling and you might see people on the plane who maybe are alive or not alive. But the idea that he can just appear to her as some kind of force ghost or angel or dead person. And, and he says, like, I'm in the, what do they call it? I'm in the divine, I'm in the infinite consciousness. There is no time. The divine I consciousness. haven't met you yet. I haven't met you yet, but I remember everything from before I met you and blah, blah, blah. And he's like in this tiny, no time, whatever he's in. And I don't really, I, I said this last year, I don't love the divine consciousness. I don't, you know, I never loved the part where it was connected to Noah's Ark somehow and the sapphire and like the divine. But I feel like what they're moving, what I've seen in these two episodes, they're moving towards love being the answer i feel like oh no not again right yeah we heard that on lost and it wasn't the answer it was not at all what we saw um uh anyway yeah i'm if i never saw zeke again i'd be happy right of course i'm gonna have to see him every single episode when he has his little like i love you mckenna i love you i love you oh my god Um, I did kind of oh, like... Oh, and speaking... Go ahead. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I think I like the part that's going on with Olive and uh, and Cal, who are left on their own to, like, try to run the house, raise a child. I can't believe social services has not taken Eden away. Um, we did see a lot of social services, like... I mean, the, the whole, like, calling business was that was that the main that guy who was having the calling was really worried about his son being in foster? I just can't believe that that. And we also saw a woman who was pregnant who's very concerned about um, about her pregnancy and should they find out she's pregnant, what's going to happen to the baby, right? And yet, yeah. and yet, social services didn't take Eden. Eden was conceived after H two A came back. I mean, she has. We know she had some powers at some point that Angelina was. But I don't to. think they know she has um, calling. Do they? Okay, but but I yeah, just they can't believe know that. that. Yeah, I'm just surprised social services hasn't like seized that kid. Well, like, how old is hasn't... um? But, but, how but, old is the girl? I mean, I think she's probably older. They're, eight, to take care they're of. 18 now. She's like four. Oh, they're both no, 18. No, the twins are 18. No, no, yeah, no. But... Yeah, because yeah, the twins are 18, so they can legally. Yeah, so that's probably they can, why they can they can't really legally be her away. guardian. But um, they're 18. Just because they can legally be her guardian doesn't mean social services would allow them to be the guardian. They say they're struggling to eat. They have to sell the car to buy food. They're not exactly like a stable, a stable family, right? I just um. That's, that's a fair point. The way that they monitor all of the intuitors, it surprises me. But it has to be that way because we wouldn't have a story like that. That'll be the story of of Ben's family and life, or whatever. Um, but I, I mean, so I did kind of like some of the Jamie, stuff that's going typing? on with kids. I'm answering somebody who who is writing me. Sorry, <laughs> I hear tick 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 tick. tick. Um, anyway, yeah, I liked kind of the stuff that's going on with kids in this and the way, like, the, you know, they're struggling to raise Eden. This guy's got a kid in foster care. I didn't love that it came out to be 
a child trafficking ring in the end, and the child who went to foster care was not, in fact, in foster care. Foster care had lost track of him, and they were being trafficked and being, like, basically sold off for adoption, right, or whatever. Um, and somehow, I don't know. I, I, I have a little bit of trouble with the government overreach when it comes to the registry and 828, and yet it doesn't really bother me that much. That's the show I'm watching. It's a little bit, it might be the 4400 a little bit when they kept them all locked in the hotel. That show was 1,000 yeah. times worse. But, you know, they had them in the hotel and they weren't allowed to leave and all this government blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I kind of wish that they were out of the place that they're at now. Like you wish they were out of this prison they're in? Yeah. The, yeah, the detention center. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, the detention center is a little boring and a little crazy and a, um, well, that's a little why unhappy. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it when they went back. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I would have much have rather to... enjoyed watching a show. Like, them trying to solve stuff while being on the run, I think, would have been a lot more interesting. Like, you just have to see how this plays out. Yeah, and I kind of thought, I mean, I kind of fell for the idea that Ben would go back and Michaela would stay out, and that could be kind of good also. Like, how do they send messages back? How do they, right? Ben goes in. Right. He actually made a lot of sense when Ben's like, I've got to go back. I'm the captain of the lifeboat. How do we, we've got to be with these people, and that Michaela would stay out. For her to go back made less sense. Yeah. Um, But then she got the chip, she can go out, so. And she's like partners with Vasquez again, right? Like she's partners with Jared again. I think there's. I mean, I think, think that's that, going to go anywhere. No, because she keeps having Zeke be like, no. "I love you, I miss you, I love you." Where? Yeah, no, and he's no with what's can... her face. No, no, but he's they, with what's no, her face. There's up. no reason. They broke yeah, up. They did break. I thought they were. They, they were never like together. Together, they were kind of. No, they were just. They were just having sex. And this episode, in the yeah. first episode, she says, they have a conversation now. She's like, I'm not sleeping with you. And he's like, oh, come on. We're having fun. And she's like, no, we cannot work together and sleep together. It's over. And she said, right, Jamie? And then she's like, forget it. We're not doing it anymore. She said, yeah, something, she like said something like that. But I thought it was kind of, I thought it was, I don't know. It seemed like there was still a little chemistry and kind of playfulness there. I mean, I, I never think they never. Still have chemistry, but I think it could be. I mean, I think that. Uh, I hear you, AJ, because I think Michaela's off the table. Michaela is constantly like having to – every five minutes, so. Zeke's, Zeke's blooping into her cell every five minutes being like, how was your day? At the end of the episode, he's like, how was your day? Yeah. Right? Like now they're just having like normal conversations. Um, he reminds me – Jamie, you watched the original 4400, right? Do you remember when the yeah. main guy Shaw – no, 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 no. Uh, I'm having a total brain fart. AJ, you watched Charmed, right? Do you remember when the yes. when the when Piper's like husband died, and then he became like their angel or their watcher or whatever the thing is called, and he would like appear in a white light and come and talk to her or whatever. Yes, that's like what Zeke is doing in this episode. Zeke like shows up in the white light, and he's like her watcher now, or whatever that guy. Whatever I see where the sim- I, see, I see where the similar I see where you're going with the similarities, but. Uh... This is worse. I mean, that was witchcraft. That was witchcraft. <laughs> this is not. 
This is like blooping. This is blooping. Mm. So, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the episode, you know, she, she talks to Zeke, but then Jared comes in and gives her a big hug at the end. Yeah, was he, like, listening and, at her door then, or something? That's kind of creepy, right? Like, she's in her cell where her only door is, like, a curtain. And then she's like, Zeke, and he's like, oh. And then all of a sudden, Jared's there, and he brings her a beer, right? He comes in, and he brings her a beer in the yeah. in her little prison cell, which is insane. There's no way that would ever happen. But I don't know. I feel like they're, I don't know, maybe they're setting them up just to become good friends and partners again. I, I don't know. That's what I'm hoping, I, I and, and I can see that. Like, I think I don't know. I think they can. I mean, who knows? But I mean, they were friends before they were together. You know, like they have a lot of history. You know, so I think yeah. It's, and Jared, Jared's um, still been in love we'll with her all the time. Maybe they're setting up for Jared oh, yeah, to move on. The engagement ring. Right? Yeah, the whole we saw the engagement ring in this episode. Maybe they're just setting up that well, he's going to finally to move on. Or maybe we're going to see maybe. Zeke be like, Nick, you got to move on. He loves you, whatever. Who knows? But um, So we also saw Angelina in this, epi- in this episode, you guys. She lives in St. Louis. We saw uh, St. Louis yeah, right? I was trying Angelina to forget about lives her. In St- she lives in a van by the river in St. Louis. God, I hate her. And I hate her and her stupid Bernie scar and her. God, yeah. I hate that. She's terrible. Uh, you know what I really hate is what do you hate? What do you hate, AJ? Tell us what you hate. I I I know psychopaths have their own philosophy and thought process. <laughs> yeah. But this whole thing, talking talking to that little girl, she's like, oh well, you know, she's like, there's another special one like me, and everything, and like she sees, um. Uh, yeah, Cal on the plane and everything during the the calling, and like you killed his mother. Like, in what world do you think that he wants anything to do with it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's delusional. You two are destined to. Yeah, it's beyond absurd how she can't grasp it. Yeah, and when you say beyond absurd, it's beyond being any kind of a good or believable character. Like, we've hated her for a long time, all of us, right? I mean, Angelina's been a character that probably should have been killed three or four times, and yet continues to live. And I, I feel like she has been killed three or four times. Yeah, and she's a weak part of the storyline, right? She's definitely a weak... Uh, a, a, she's She's not a good character, not a good part of the storyline, and I'm not sure where they're, like, what her role is, why they're fitting her in, her whole... I, I, yeah. I, every time she's on, well, I'm she's, like, she's, uh, I mean, I just, un- I'm, Unfortunately, she's endgame. Mm-hmm. She is. And I love Holly Taylor, the actress. She is yeah, fantastic, right? And I hate Angelina is one of the worst characters, and she's just uh, yeah. To have seen her in these really upset me. But you're right, she's endgame. Somehow she's endgame. Somehow she's she believes she's the chosen one. She believes yeah. Cal is chosen. She believes 
Eden. Uh, she seems to be off the Eden thing and on the Cal thing right now, right? Um, yeah. I don't think she's given up Eden yet. You're right. You're right. I, she's you're right. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, she's totally crazy. Yeah. Yeah, she's totally like a psychopath also, which is the other part of it, right? Um, although, I mean, AJ has said this before, that psychopaths think they're right. No one thinks they're right. Um, I just, I feel like this is ex- overly extreme <laughs> thought process. Yeah. Yeah, she's really, uh, I mean, she's the worst. I, I, I would be happy if this, I, I could, I would be happy if this show would continue without her. Like, she's, she's, I don't really, AJ, you say, okay, she's end game. we got to deal with her. But they haven't really set it up for her to be, like, she's deus ex machina, right? She's this total, she drops in, she drops it out. It comes she, in not, like, it'll come together not too long. Because I haven't seen that far, and it does start to come together as what, like, You've seen what, a couple? Yeah, like, what, how, where, the part she's playing, I guess you could say, or that she thinks she's playing. Um, it starts to come together. I'm not sure how far I've seen. I think I've seen like half probably or close to half. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's not too far. They will, she will get in there, but some of it's still like, in the, I mean, some of it's still like the weekly stories. I mean, it's kind of got a mix of both. Yeah, the weekly calling. Them solving. Yeah. Usually they're connected to the whole. So, so there's one yeah. thing we haven't mentioned. One thing we didn't bring up in these, mm. in these two episodes what am I forgetting? is the whole part. There's a whole part with the apple orchard. I mean, in the opening scene, there's a giant oh, explosion, yeah. and it tur- and like a whole bunch of soldiers come and kill this guy, and and it turns out that it looks like maybe a plane crashed. I can say I hated the part where where Ben and Kayla show up there. It looks like a plane crash, and they're like, only the NSA could make a plane disappear. Like, it's only a bunch of smoking dirt, and there's not even one tiny piece of plastic, zero debris. The NSA cleaned that up in, like, 20 minutes. But whatever. It's fine. It's manifest. Who cares? Um, But it looks like, you know, that's definitely related to what we previously saw, where the pilot was like, let me take this plane off, and they blooped, right? And somehow... The plane yeah, crashed I randomly. Yeah, I think that with that plane that you took, maybe. Because um, mm-hmm. that guy, that pilot's a big part of the season. And I think that, I mean, that crash site is big, but not big enough to be like Montego 828. It's not like a 737, like whatever kind of big, but probably a smaller plane. Right? The plane Didn't that took off. Did you a smaller and, plane, though? What? Like, remember, remember how in the, I don't even remember the, exactly, but like he took that one lady with him on a plane. I think that yes, was a yes, smaller the plane. Pro, yes, he took this other lady and it's a smaller plane. It's not Montego 828, it's another plane. That's what I mean. That's probably yeah, what that is, yeah. I guess. But that's probably their crash site, but they blooped also into the yeah. divine consciousness or the glow. Now we got this new thing called the glow, um, but, you know, whatever. Um, so there was that, which is sort of, so the last thing we saw about that was where, what's his name, the NSA guy, I forget his name, um, he goes there in the dark, in his suit and tie in the dark with a flashlight, and he's like, what the hell happened here? I do, it's a little, look, I don't want to be this super critical person because manifest is what it is, but if the NSA found a mystery plane crashed, and made it go away, 
and yet they just allow everybody to walk all around New York and find it. Like, I don't know. They're, they're not really guarding their evidence very well, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's the show that it I'm is. That. The show is really So, yeah. I mean, in general, I actually, you know, I think we've talked about, a friend of mine said to me today, said, are you watching Manifest? Do you watch Manifest? And I said, oh, my God, I've been watching it forever. This is on NBC. It drives <laughs> me insane, but I cannot stop watching it. Manifest is a show that, right? Both yep. halls, I, I like it. All right, I stopped the conversation. I, I made you guys speechless. <laughs> You're like, whatever, Karen, shut up. Shut up, Karen. Oh, I You're ranting. Things you said. I'm ranting. <laughs> okay. So we get no well, previews. We'll do the, the second two episodes. Okay, yeah. There's only how many more other? This was episode 11, right? No, uh, this was this was eleven and twelve. Eleven and twelve. Yeah. So we have a few. I don't know how many more we have. I um, think there's ten. ten total of ten, right? Total of ten. So we have eight more. I believe so. Yeah. 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 So we have eight yep. more, I think. Okay. Right. Well, we That's kind of a lot. Four. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's it. I think we talked about everything now. Unless you guys have yeah. anything else. Yeah. Nope, we talked about it. No, I think that's a wrap. I okay. Just stick oh. a fork in it. We'll try again next week. Great okay. talking to you. All right. Yep. Good week, guys. Take it easy. Okay, bye. All right. Good night, ladies. Thank you, for everybody, for listening, as always. Yep, thank and, you. And uh, come back and listen to us ramble on again next week. Good night. Bye-bye.